Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. Hey, and this is Ramel. Hi, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> I love it when we get together and share with the world the musings of our brains and our minds. It's just yes. fun to be able to share that with other people in hopes that they are also having these conversations and wondering some of the same things we wonder. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And with that in mind, I have mm -hmm. a question. Girl, can I ask you something? Absolutely. Ask away. Do you think your kids feel comfortable with talking and sharing with you? The answer is yes and no. Oh, that's so honest. <laughs> that is so very honest. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that they do come to me for some things. And I know they ask me certain questions. They ask me advice. Um, they talk over some things You have with me. three kids, so all of them are just real cool with you, right? They just yeah, no. tell you everything. No, no, no. Okay, so but, now because you answered so affirmatively on that one, you're going to be later on required to give tips on how you get your kids to feel so comfortable talking with you. Just know that yeah. that's coming up. Okay, that's cool. Okay, mm -hmm. that's cool. Mm -hmm. You said yes and no, though. Yeah, I did because I know that there are some things that they don't tell me. And we've had situations where things have come up that we know that we didn't know about. And, um, you know, and it came to light and it was fine, but they didn't feel comfortable enough talking about it to us. So I would love to say that my kids tell me everything. And, you know. <laughs> so that would be ridiculous nobody it would don't be think, a lie it would be a lot truthful. of transparency yeah <laughs> it is and I think I mean everybody nobody wants to tell the world everything right I mean like we want to keep certain things to ourselves and sometimes we want to try to work things out on our own no, that and makes sense. you know mm -hmm. and I think as a teenager um you know I have the I have a 13 18 and 20 year old and so they're in the real throes of trying to figure out how to do things on their own and figure that out. So, you know, they are not going to tell me everything. And I realize that, but I do, I feel like I have a relationship with them where they do feel a certain level of comfort where they can have a conversation with me. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I think for the most important things, usually they will usually but i can't i i mean maybe maybe usually is a strong use <laughs> i mean let, let's say maybe mostly 50 percent, maybe 51 percent. you okay. know i don't know I, I don't know yeah yeah so i my kids are very different mm -hmm. i had to ask them some questions before this episode to kind of figure out get a good sense of how are they um what would they tell me mm -hmm. um what I do know is that all three of my kids are very different in yeah. how they communicate with me. Mm -hmm. And so do I think they feel comfortable and safe talking with me? Yes. There are going to be things that they just talk to each other about, which is right. why I had three kids. I knew this was going to happen. And so uh -huh. I said, I have three kids and they can uh -huh. talk junk about us to each uh -huh. other. 
uh-huh. and they can share with each with each other, mm-hmm. and um, they'll have you know people built in. I even want them; I've always wanted them to feel very comfortable with my sister. So mm-hmm. if they didn't want to talk to me, that there would be another adult that they could feel comfortable speaking with. Right. And um, so I wanted to set that uh, that up, but because my kids are different. They feel comfortable with me, but I have to figure out how to talk to them in the way that they most like it to get to be to get the most success out of the right. whole thing. Right. So I, they're comfortable with me, but on a regular day, if I don't do the thing that David Jr. needs me to do to talk, mm-hmm. or that Daniel needs me to do to talk, or Chris, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. Well, Crystal's different. No, Crystal, she's like, I need to talk. I'm here. I'm coming in. You busy? You on the phone? What's going on? Because I have to talk. Yeah. So she, she's, like I said, they're all different. And right. how I address them is different. And, and whether or not they speak up, mm-hmm. it just depends on if I make that available to them. Like if I make myself available in that special way. Right, right. I, I have the same thing going on in my house. Three kids three different ways of communicating. My oldest would rather like, you know, shove bamboo under her nails than to have like a conversation about (laughs) communication. Like she did not want to talk to me about this. I guess she's was, she was on the show once. She's like, I've done my duty. I'm out. (laughs) You know, you did one time mom, (laughs) one time, but the, you know, um, talking to the other two, they just have different communication styles and I, have to do different things to get information out of them. Yeah. Right. So that, that actually would be a tip of mine um, is learn the style of your child, what works for your child and do that. I had one child tell me that it would be best to speak alone, like, you know, speak with them Mm -hmm. individually Mm -hmm. and, and, um, instead of just everybody at the, at the dinner table where you think we're going to have a conversation. No, no, that's not, it doesn't really happen there. That's not where they're necessarily going to share all their stuff. That's exactly what Jelani told me. And um, she was like, I think it's better if, you know, you have a conversation with me, like even about mundane stuff, like how is your day? Like, don't necessarily ask me that in front of my sisters, because if I've had a really bad day or something's gone on, I don't, I don't necessarily want to talk to them, have them know what's going on. So to even have that conversation, um, maybe in the car by herself, that's, that's where Jelani and I shine. We shine in the car. It's like when we go different places, cause she kind of my, she's kind of my, um, sidekick when I go places. She likes to hop in the car and roll with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's our time to kind of discuss like feelings and like her friends and her going away to school and, um, you to know, school, school. She's going away to I school. Know. Okay. Yeah. I, that's terrible. I'm such a bad co host. I'm sorry. She has an accent, y'all. I it's do. just funny. I can't help it. It goes to school. That's the way I say it. And I'm not, I can't change it, not changing it. But um, yeah, but we have those conversations in the car and and my youngest too. We do a lot of conversations in the car when I'm picking her up from school. And um, yeah, it's just a really, I think the importance, I I didn't realize, I mean, I had been doing it, I think, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how important it was to them to have that quiet space where nobody else was there and that how helpful that was 
this is harder these days because we are all quarantined and not going out as much. Mm-hmm. Now we still mm-hmm. go out and that is one of the things um, with my kid, uh, my youngest, he has a thing where he's selling stuff online mm-hmm. and we're always going to, you know, the UPS store or to the post office or something, even though during the quarantine, that's just something that we do. We go together we mm-hmm. have some of the best conversations because it's just the two of us. He's not competing mm-hmm. with his other siblings or even having to worry about what they're saying. And I don't have to worry about balancing the conversation for everybody because that is a thing. So I knew it in my heart that that's the right way to do it mm-hmm. to individually. But having him talk to me about it today when I was asking questions, it just makes it seem like, well, we're going to have to have one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. Like I going to schedule one-on-one time with my children just so that they can talk to me. And I think it's uh, different (laughs) than what we grew up with, right? When we were kids, when we were growing up, we, I think it was like a different kind of mindset too, you know, like kids are seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember my, my parents actually saying like, well, how do you feel about that? (laughs) You know, Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm thinking about that right now. Did that mm-hmm. happen in my house? I can say that my mom would, but we're usually, my sister was usually around. I can't even imagine a time where my sister wasn't there. My mom and I were just having an individual conversation. Sure, it probably mm-hmm. happened, but, yeah. but my sister and I are pretty close. So I don't think that would have stopped me mm-hmm. from, from having any um, conversation. But I don't remember a whole lot of one-on-one time. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I, I don't think that my parents were any less interested in in my life. But I think things are just a little bit different then. And now, you know, we're trying to compete with a lot of different things that our parents didn't have to compete with, right? Right. They, they, you know, back in the day, we barely had cable TV. Okay, when I was growing up, cable TV was like. Whoo, right right let alone netflix and you're talking um, about all of our distractors yes yes Mm -hmm. all of these things that you know the games you know i don't know how many times you see your kids out of your their rooms during a day oh yeah not not very often we have to make a concerted effort to get everybody out of their rooms at the same Mm -hmm. time to Mm -hmm. have time together like actually see them like Hey, like I can go almost a whole day and not see one of my kids, like the whole entire day and not wow. see one of them. So it makes communication a lot harder when you're not seeing them. And you just need to be intentional. Yeah. Especially during right now with the Corona. I mean, cause when they were going to school, the, the corona. Corona. corona, I'm still laughing the at corona. the Corona. Oh, but with, but with it, with us being quarantined, um, the kids aren't going to school. So um, we don't have the morning routine of getting ready and seeing each other and making sure that they have different things and have That's they done true. homework? And That's true. What do you have going on in the afternoon? Do I need to pick up anything? You know, so you don't even have that little like mindless banter to get them off to school anymore. So let me tell you what I did. Uh, And my son was good with it. My youngest is 17. Mm -hmm. And that seems so weird. My baby's 17. Anyway, I said, 
let's read a book together. It was a really short book mm -hmm. um, and simple too. Let's read a book together and talk about it. And okay. I didn't do this for this episode. I was just thinking, this is a good book. I want to share it with him. And, and my youngest son, Daniel, he has a lot of really great thoughts. Like I like the way he thinks. I'd like to mm -hmm. get him. So I, I thought this would be a good way to get us to, to talk about something. Because we're right. We don't have homework anymore. I'm not like, mm -hmm. do your homework. or Right. And I just want to have him talk with me about something. And he agreed to read the book we read, Who Moved My Cheese? And, oh, okay. and, and we talked about it afterwards. And it was so much fun just to have that conversation to see how he viewed the book and who he thought I was like do you know anybody you might want to share this book with because it'd be mm -hmm. good for them yeah right. his answer was like no but still but still <laughs> <laughs> we had really great conversation uh, about that and I get to hear more of how he sees the world and how he thinks of things and I, I really like that exercise but if I had told my son david to do that that's the mm -hmm. wrong that's the wrong way to interact <laughs> with david that would never that would never work and again crystal she's one you know she will call me or make sure to reach out to me on a regular basis so my mm -hmm. oldest is the only girl that i have and she does the communication like girls traditionally we do it she's just talked to me right she will just talk she will talk to me about things she found out about the boys so she's my snitch Oh, I have one. Right. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but when I say my snitch, she makes sure she decides she runs it through her own personal filter. Hmm, is this something I need to tell my mom about yep. or no? And yep. so she'll decide if she's going to share something she learned from the kids, which is so important. You know, uh, yeah. the, the boys will forget important things and she'll hear about it before I do. And that's been very uh, been been very helpful. But yeah, just finding, uh, the, speaking of Daniel one more time, mm -hmm. he's the one who told me that it helps when we talk if I am a good listener. So if I, first of all, if I react mm -hmm. badly, mm -hmm. something that he says or with a lot of emotion that makes him feel like, okay, mm -hmm, not going to say that again or anything that could get that reaction right. again. Right. So monitoring how I react towards him and, and what he says, he's okay with me asking questions he mm -hmm. just and but it was it's more important to him and he told me this that mm -hmm. I listen to the answer like he wants to yeah. wants to make sure I'm listening or not talking over him or just asking him a question but I seem distracted because I'm busy doing something else right. and I don't right. do good follow-up so he really does want to have good conversation um, mm -hmm. and wants me to listen and that's not necessarily fix I'm a fixer man like so <laughs> yes, that that's are. important to to know what he wants but he seemed to feel like there's too many experience where he's seen other parents not really listening to their children and he mm -hmm. says if i don't feel like you're listening to me i'm not going to talk well that's true yeah uh, that's I do like the same me thing <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, know. I do the same like, thing yeah, like i, I have true. you know worked with people and you know that they they have to say what they have to say and what you say doesn't mm -hmm. even matter and they'll be like you know so what do you think hmm, whatever i don't you know you don't even feel free to express yourself because you don't first off you don't even convince they even listen to what you said in the first yeah, place that's true you know mm -hmm. let alone you know actually take in what you said to um, act on it but I think what the one of the the really kind of mind-blowing things that I learned in talking to both my kids and your kids is that they just 
they, in order to feel comfortable to communicate, they want to be treated like other human beings. Go figure. Like, <laughs> they're just like uh, adults, adults, regular people. It's yeah. That they're just our kids. Yeah. And I struggle with that. Some of the time, I would say it's a struggle because I am the parent. Right. I'm put on this earth to guide and to mm-hmm. nudge them in the right direction and, mm-hmm. and to make and to protect them. So that's right. I have a tendency to parent talk. <laughs> and right. that, that's something that um, I just need to watch myself, pay attention to how we speak. Because first of all, my kids are growing up. Yeah. Really, you know, my yeah. youngest is, is 17 and we've got a 19 and a 21 year old. And so with that scenario, I've got to make sure that I am treating them like the young adults that they are. Right. And that's going to facilitate better. And I, th- yeah. I, th- I don't even think our kids want us to be quote unquote, I don't, they're friends. Like, I don't want people to be walking away from this thinking like we want to be our kids friends. No. I'm sure somebody is listening saying, absolutely. That's what I want to do, Ramel. <laughs> yeah. And, and that might work for you. I, my kids clearly know I'm their mother. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, you know, maybe I don't get a hundred percent of the conversations and that's right. okay. And, but I don't think my kids want me to be just their friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they liked the idea of that if they're in trouble or if they need something emotionally or whatever, that I'm going to be able to handle that and work it through with them. Right. You know what I mean? And I think there's um, security in that. But I also want, for me, it's important to be able to listen to my kids mm-hmm. and um, at least... Um, I don't necessarily have to agree with them, but I think it's important to listen to them. And if we don't agree to be able to explain, well, this is why we're going to do this. You know, I understand Mm -hmm. you don't agree, but this is the route we're going. And um, yeah, my, my daughter said something about that. uh, Being able to express, have their own ideas and opinions and to feel safe expressing those. So Mm -hmm. we might not agree, Right, but we can both have these conversations and and share how we feel. You, know, you can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. My oldest daughter also said, because it just came to me. Okay, she said it's important that we communicate well as parents to each other because mm-hmm. we are uh, showing them how to communicate. So yeah. what she really said in a really sweet way was that if you have bad habits. I'll have bad habits and it's your fault. That's what she said. She didn't say it like that when she said it to me. But when I break it down, she's basically saying, if I don't speak well, it's because you gave me bad examples for that. And so Mm -hmm. it puts it back on us to make sure we understand what good communication, how do you talk to people? Right. How do you listen to people right and how do you you know how do you find out what they need and meet them where they are so like I said my everybody has their own personality and how I Mm -hmm. would speak to and get the most from them is different depending on who I'm talking to among my children Mm -hmm. but that's true among my friends I know certain friends need talk in a certain way some Mm -hmm. friends they love me to death they ain't never gonna call me we're gonna text the whole conversation (laughs) right 
that's just the way <laughs> it goes. Yeah, you know, everybody is is different. Right. And realizing that to have success with our kids, we have to treat, you know, we have to treat them uh, or, or at least meet them where they are to have that best conversation. I I absolutely, I absolutely agree. I was trying to think of when, and you do this as well, when okay. I've had some of my best conversations mm-hmm. with each of my children. Okay. We've had some great family conversations, but I can't, because I, I can't, my memory's bad. I can't remember, did everybody contribute very well during mm-hmm. that con- But I can think some of my best communi- uh, conversations with my oldest, my daughter, mm-hmm. probably would have been when she was in college and stuff was going on and she just needed to vent or talk. She mm-hmm. is, she will call me and we can have long, long conversations. Mm-hmm. I think some of my best conversations with my middle son has been when I come to wherever he is. He's not as likely to come to me and say, Ma, I need to talk. Mm, let me right. just, let me think about that. That would be amazing. <laughs> that one would come to me and say, Ma, can we talk? <laughs> um, it doesn't really happen that way. It's more, right. I need to sense something's up, mm-hmm. go to him. He doesn't necessarily turn me away most of the time. <laughs> right. But, you know, but I can go to him and we can have good conversations uh, if, if I go to him, especially if we're doing something, mm-hmm. so, you know, in the car or going to run an errand or something like that, he, or even if I just go to his room and it's just me and him in his room, that Got works it. out, that works out really well. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that, um, my girls with them being home, um, sometimes like in the evening time, that's, probably the best time to catch everybody together mm-hmm. because that's usually where the food is <laughs> in right. the evening time. Right. And so like, say if we're looking at Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, while we're downstairs, I think one of some of the best conversations we have is like talking through some of the nonsense that, uh, we find on say Facebook or, you know, like, yes, yeah, we do that too on TV. Yeah. We'll yeah. see something on TV, and that will spark the conversation. That's our group conversation. That's like our yeah. dinner table conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll like be like, "Did you see this?" And you know, well, I don't like that because of this. What mm-hmm. do you all think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, those are mm-hmm. our best family conversation. You are yeah. right about that. Yeah, um, talk about TV. A lot of people say, "Turn the TV off when you're." sitting with your family and I'm like no we have our best conversation then we hit pause right and then we talk and yeah my husband and I we do that all the time my daughter laughs at us she's like y'all are so funny because it might take us you know two hours to get through an hour-long show because we'll stop and talk and then start it up again and then think of something and see something that relates and we'll stop and talk and so that's our, our our take on we don't actually turn the TV off. We, use, we mm-hmm. incorporate the TV as part of our communication, yeah. you know, and the personal communication in the home. I'm going to argue yeah. that that's okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, and I send my kids stuff too. Like on, if I see something on Instagram, that's interesting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we, it, it's an opportunity. I mean, it's just an opportunity for us to connect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the most important things to garner honest communication between anybody mm-hmm. is the connection and, 
So whenever I can find something either funny or it or serious or whatever, and then I'll be like, did you did you get what I sent you? And they'll be like, yeah, you know, we did da, 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 da. And it's it's really good, and it feels good. It feels good to have a conversation with my kids where, you know, we can laugh or we can have a real conversation about what's going on and. Um, sometimes their fears about what's going on, especially right now, it's a tough time to be home or going mm-hmm. away from home and things. So it's, um, it can be helpful. I don't think we all need to be like with the, like you said, like the TV off and nothing going on because I think their first inclination is like, well, if the TV's off, then I'm going to my <laughs> in my room all right bye y'all it's boring down here <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah. all right so I, if we could give out some tips and and i say tips i i don't feel like an expert on the matter but i just know what works for yeah. my family mm-hmm. i would say communicating with each kid with their personality in mind gives me the best success with my children well I don't think that's fair you got to go first because that's what I would have said <laughs> that's actually just that was a <laughs> summation of what we just talked about yeah. together like if you were yeah. getting that out that that would be the best know your kids personality and 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 speak to that yeah I would also say it's important to, to really work on being a good listener. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I think both of our kids said that it was, it's important. If you want them to speak up to you, you have to be willing to listen and not talk for a minute. Yeah. And so, not react necessarily, mm-hmm. because sometimes if you start reacting before they finish communicating, they'll shut down. They shut down. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's, I mean, those are the most important things I think that I got from my kids and just keep on. That's the other thing that I wanted to say is my middle said, it doesn't matter if I don't have anything going on, just keep talking to me. Right. Don't give up on me. Keep talking to me because then I know that you're still interested. You're still, you still want to talk. You still want that conversation, even though I've passed it up a million times before. Right. That's important. That's definitely mm -hmm. important. Just keep doing it. She said, and, and sometimes, and this is what she also said is keep doing it and also try to not do it around other people, even if Mm -hmm. it's just mundane things. So, and I, I think that was a really good piece of advice because I had never thought about it that way. That's right. Yep. Now today for the rest of my day, I'm like, okay, grab one kid. We're going to sit on the porch and chat. You know, just I know. We can still do this uh during this crazy time, but it does make me want to I need to talk to my kids more. Um it also makes me think about the episode that we had on was it domestic violence or? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Which, I, I I I can't remember the episode right now. The name red of that, flags. Red, red flags. flags. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The communicating with our kids is so important, and how we do it and how we listen mm-hmm. be the success or failure of mm-hmm. our whole strategy and really getting the kids to to speak to us. I remember feeling about like this at the end of that episode feeling like I'm going to talk to my kids some more. <laughs> I'm right. going to go grab a kid and we're going to walk around the block or I'm going to 
have them help me do something around the house that's not too terrible because they don't right. like the terrible things. But you know, know, just but they'll help us with certain things like help right. me hang this hummingbird feeder. Like they yeah. like that, but that'll yeah. give us a chance to talk. I'm gonna definitely do more of that. I've learned that wash the dishes is not a good lead in. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. I think all of the kids said that. They did. They did. It's like, it's like you know, they want to talk about how they want to go on a vacation or they want a, a thing and we come back with, but did you clean your room? You know, that, that shuts them down. Yeah, that shuts them down. Yeah. I understand. I'm a parent. I get it. But, you know, it's true. It shuts them down. I get that. All yeah, right. I well, it too. thank you all so much for joining us on today's conversation. I always like it when we talk about our kids. I do too. I like them. Yeah. I like your kids too. I think yeah. they're, they're so fun. I like your kids as well. I love that both of our, our sets of kids d- tolerate us podcasting and they participate. They're like, okay, all right. What do you need? What do you exactly. need to know? Okay. We're, we're, we're yeah. here. exactly exactly well we just thank you guys for coming by the gate we we hope that you got something from it that hopefully you have kids that you can use some of our tips that we found out from our own children that's true that's true well until next time peace peace and blessings. blessings thanks for joining us today don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.